Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful, biblically-based messages live down the This congregation may never be gathered together again as we see it. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. We are streaming live down the internet from London. This show is dedicated to God through our Lord Jesus Christ. On tonight's show, we will discuss the question, Can our dead speak to us? We will be studying what the Bible teaches. More about our subject after we have heard some music.
Can our dead speak to us? We will be discussing this question with answers from the Bible. Have a pen and paper ready to write down some notes. Tonight, we will discuss these questions together. What does the Bible say that death is? Why do we all have to die? Can our dead speak to us? Where are dead people now? And who makes people believe that dead people still exist? Before we start our study tonight, let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this radio show tonight, Lord. And as myself and our listeners study your word this evening, we ask your Holy Spirit to teach us. Your words of truth is my prayer. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now listeners, what does the Bible say that death is? We read in the book of Psalms chapter 13 and verse 3, Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Lighten mine eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. In the book of John chapter 11 and verses 11 to 14, we read, These things said he, that's Jesus, and after that he saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death but they thought that he had spoken of taken of rest in sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. In the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and verses 13 to 18, we read, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So listeners, Jesus represented death as a sleep. Throughout the Bible, death is taught as a sleep. The scriptures let us know that when the dead in Christ will awake after their sleep, They will awake when they hear the Lord's voice at his second coming. Now, why do we all have to die? We read in the book of Genesis chapter 2 and verses 16 to 17. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, 
of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. Adam was given a test by God to see if he would be obedient to God's word. He was instructed not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If he did, then Adam was to surely die. In the book of Genesis, chapter 3 and verses 1 to 7, we read, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God have said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sold fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons. From these Bible verses we read that the devil entered into the serpent, and first tempted Eve to sin. He told Eve that she would not die if she disobeyed God. Eve allowed herself to be deceived by the serpent, and ate from the forbidden tree. Then Eve became a tempter, and seduced Adam, and led him into sin. We therefore read in the book of Romans chapter 5 and verse 12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Even though Eve sinned first, God first created Adam. Here God teaches us a lesson of responsibility. It was because of Adam's sin that the death sentence came upon the whole human race. We will learn more about Adam's responsibility as we study on listeners. To understand why sin causes death, we need to first go to the book of Romans chapter 5 and verse 19. For it reads, For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Because Adam had sinned, this therefore led him to have the tendency to want to disobey God. This tendency to want to sin, he would pass down as a hereditary trait to his children. This is why the Bible says, by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. It does not mean that when we are born, we are made sinners, for a baby is born innocent. Sin is a state of mind, listeners, a choice that we make. Adam's sin caused the weakness to be inherited in the human mind, a weakness that would be transmitted down to his children to desire rebellion against God 
rather than obedience. Now, we read in the book of Genesis, chapter 6 and verse 23. Sorry, we read in the book of Romans, chapter 6 and verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Disobedience to God's law leads men to destroy themselves and not to keep themselves pure and loving and good. When a person disobeys one of God's Ten Commandments of love, it leads them to disobey all of God's commandments of love. As God's law is a law of love and life, to sin against God's law is to reject love and life and to fall into decay and hatred and death. This is why Jesus came and offers us the gift of eternal life. If Jesus did not come to remedy Adam's disobedience to God, righteousness, pure divine love would have died out from this earth and the whole human race would have destroyed itself through evil thoughts and habits. You see, because God is love and unless we're connected to the God of love, we cannot love listeners. And so we must always remember the source of all true love and happiness is in the heart of God himself. Now, can our dead speak to us? We read in the book of Psalms, chapter 115 and verse 7. The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down in silence. Neither any that go down into silence, excuse me. And I'll read this again. The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. In the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 9, and verses 5 to 6, we read, For the living know that they shall die, but the dead know not anything. Neither have they any more a reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Also their love and their hatred and their envy is now perished. Neither have they any more a portion forever in anything that is done under the sun. And in the book of Psalms, chapter 46 and verse 4, we read, His breath goeth forth, he returneth to his earth, he returneth to his, uh, to his earth, sorry. I'll start again. His breath goeth forth, he returneth to his earth, in that very day his thoughts perish. Thus the Bible makes it plain, listeners, that a dead person does not praise the Lord and is in the grave in silence. A dead person does not say anything. The Bible then explains that a dead person does not think as they do not know anything and they have no emotions. They cannot love or hate or envy. A dead person's thoughts perish in the grave that they go into. And so it is plain that if a dead person cannot speak or think or feel, then they cannot speak to us or offer us any solace from the grave. They are, as Jesus said, sleeping. Let's have a break with some music and then we'll carry on with our study this evening. Well, I'm tired 
and so weary, but I must toil on till the Lord comes and calls me away. Oh, yes, and the morning is bright, and the Can our dead speak to us? We shall continue our study this evening now, looking at the question, where are dead people now? To understand where dead people are now, we have to first understand where man came from. We read in the book of Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. The Lord God, Jesus Christ, formed man from the dust of the ground. 
He then breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Then man became a living soul. Thus, a living soul, man, is made up from the dust of the ground and the breath of life breathed into it from God. Now what happens to a living soul, man, when he dies? We read in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 7. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God which gave it. When a living soul, man, dies, he returns to the dust of the earth, and the spirit, which means the breath of life that God breathed into man, returns back to God. We read in the book of Job chapter 7 and verse 21, And why dost thou not pardon my transgression, and take away mine iniquity? For now shall I sleep in the dust, and thou shalt seek me in the morning, but I shall not be. So the Bible teaches us when a person is dead, they sleep in the dust, or in the ground of the earth, or in whichever place that their body was laid to rest. Now, when writing about the resurrection of the dead, the prophet Daniel records in the book of Daniel chapter 12 and verse 2, And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. And so we see that the dead are sleeping in the dust of the earth, ready to awake to everlasting life or to shame and everlasting contempt. We read in the book of Ezekiel chapter 18 and verse 4, Behold, all souls are mine. As the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Thus the Bible makes it plain that the soul that sinneth dies. Souls do not live on after death. When a person is dead, their being is dead as the life of God that makes the soul live is taken away. The body returns to the dust of the earth. The souls of men do not live on when a person dies, listeners. And so, who makes people believe that dead people still exist? We read in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 18 and verses 10 to 12. There shall not be found among you any one that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that uses divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. In these Bible verses, listeners, we see that divination, to observe times or star signs, enchanters, witches, familiar spirits, wizards, and necromancers, necromancers being those who worship dead people, they are all an abomination unto the Lord. We read in the book of Leviticus chapter 19 and verse 31, Regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. 
I am the Lord your God. Now the Bible makes it clear that familiar spirits defile a person. And why do familiar spirits, or the supposed spirits of the dead, defile a person? What do they lead men to do? Let's look at what Jesus said in the book of Matthew chapter 15 and verses 18 to 19. Jesus says, But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashing hands defileth not a man. Familiar spirits, demons who disguise themselves as dead loved ones, for that's what they really are, they lead men to have evil thoughts, to murder, to commit adultery, to fornicate, to steal, to lie, and to blaspheme God, and to do things that defile a person. They give messages that lead men into sin and not to be obedient to God and preserve moral purity. Now, nearly all forms of ancient sorcery and witchcraft were founded upon the belief in communion with the dead. Do your own research, listeners. Those who practice the arts of necromancy claim to have intercourse with departed spirits. That word intercourse here is used in the sense of speech. And those who practice the arts of necromancy, they thought that through having intercourse or vocal exchange with these so-called departed spirits, they thought that they could obtain through them a knowledge of future events. This custom of consulting the dead is referred to in the prophecy of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 19 reads, When they shall say unto you, Seek unto them that have familiar spirits, and unto wizards that peep and that mutter. Should not a people seek unto their God, for the living to the dead? This same belief in communion with the dead formed the cornerstone of heathen idolatry. The gods of the heathen were believed to be the deified spirits of departed heroes. Thus the religion of the heathen was a worship of the dead. This is evident from the scriptures. In the account of the sin of Israel at Beth Beor, it is stated, Israel abode in Shittim, and the people began to commit whoredom with the daughters of Moab. And they called the people unto the sacrifice of their gods, and the people did eat and bow down to their gods. And Israel joined himself unto Baal Peor. That's Numbers chapter 25 verses 1 to 3. The psalmist tells us what kind of gods these sacrifices were offered, or to what kind of gods these sacrifices were offered. Speaking of the same apostasy of the Israelites, the psalmist says, They joined themselves also unto Baal Peor and ate the sacrifices of the dead, that is, sacrifices that had been offered to the dead. Thus we see, listeners, that it is Satan and his demons who lead people to believe that they can speak to the spirits of the dead. They do this so that they can lead people into sin and into rebellion against God. P. 
People are talking to and worshipping demons that claim to be their departed loved ones. It is ancestor worship and the worship of the ancients. And now today, many are into Egyptology, New Age teachings, mysticism, and the worship of the ancestors and the ancients. If the Bible states that the dead are asleep, then it is not ancient human beings that people are speaking to, but they're speaking to ancient demons. And so if anyone listening tonight believes that you are in contact with a dead loved one, or that your dead loved one still exists, know of a surety that you are being deceived. So again I'll state, if anyone tonight believes that they are in contact with a dead loved one, or that their dead loved one that still exists, then know of a surety that you are being deceived. Our dead loved ones are resting in the grave, sleeping until the end of the world, when the voice of God will call them. Those who have done good will be called to the resurrection of everlasting life, and those who have done evil will be called at the resurrection of shame and contempt. We will be studying more about the religions that worship the spirits of the dead, which come under the name of spiritualism, and we'll be studying how to escape them in our next radio broadcast. We'll have another break for some music and round off with some closing thoughts. The house too hard to see too many times And will I ever finally be the true intended me? Will the old in me be freed and left behind? I'm back inside, wanting desperately to hide Yet I know, I know, you say you have to die Too many times, you hear my cries I'm at the end of all my trials So I'm open, Lord, so teach me how to die I give it all Too many times I'm back inside Wanting desperately 
Can our dead speak to us? Well, listeners, the Bible makes it clear that they cannot. They're sleeping, they're resting in the grave, waiting for the voice of God to call them when Jesus comes again to take his people home or they'll be called again at the resurrection of the wicked. So, listeners, I pray that as we've gone through the discussion this evening that you would go through your Bibles and make this subject absolutely clear in your minds. Because as we'll continue next week, by God's grace, you'll see why it's such a serious subject for us to to clearly understand and have clear in our minds. Let us have a word of prayer and ask God to end this study this evening. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the time that we've spent going through your word. Lord, your word is clear that the dead know not anything that they're sleeping, that they cannot speak, they cannot hear, they have no knowledge, and Lord, they're resting peacefully. So Lord, bless us, help us not to lean unto our own understanding, and I pray for any who are caught up in either worshipping the dead or believing that they're receiving messages from the dead, that they would realise that these messages and and the people that they're worshipping, Lord, are not really their loved ones, or even ancients, but their their spirits of the dead that are lying and seeking to deceive them. So help us, Lord, as we continue to study. Bless us, cover us with your presence, and we ask for all these things humbly. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. So listeners, if you have any questions, or if you would like more information, please send an email to inquiries at wildernesspublications.org or you can send a text message to 07944062786. If you live in the United Kingdom, please contact us with your name and address and we will send you a free tract called Can Our Dead Speak to Us? Those who are living outside the UK can request for an electronic version to be sent to them free. 
If you have the Android app for Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio, go to the ebook section, then find the title Bible Readings for the Home. At chapter 108, you will find the subject, The Intermediate State. This chapter will give you more information about today's topic. You can also listen to and download our radio show podcasts at https colon forward slash forward slash forward slash voice dash in dash dash wilderness dot podcast page dot io. On next week's show, we will continue to discuss the subject, Can Our Dead Speak to Us? Well, that's it for tonight's show. Until next week, good night and God bless. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful, biblically-based messages live down the This congregation may never be gathered together again as we see it. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week.